Welcome back. It's the Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. And over on our Hammerhead Hotline, you know them, you love them. Purdue head volleyball coach Dave Shondell is on with us. Coach, thank you so much for uh, making some time here. Uh, you got to feel a little bit almost like a, a proud papa here that, uh, you know, Annie Drews, the Elkhart product, Purdue University, you see her competing at, at this level. Uh, Team USA uh, getting the press and doing what she's done. I know her performance is no surprise to you, but I mean, uh, this has got to be a real proud moment for you in the program, isn't it? It really is. I think it's a proud moment for you know all of Purdue athletics to to have a, a woman that is competing at the very very highest level in what might be the most popular sport in the world right now. So um, she's uh, you know she's been a steady member of that USA team for the last two and a half years. Uh, she kind of owned that opposite position, opposite being the right side position uh, for about a year and a half, and then this Jordan Thompson uh, out of the University of Cincinnati. Uh, just stormed onto the scene and uh, was actually playing as well as anybody in the world, uh, Jordan was. And then she twisted that ankle in the middle of that match against Turkey. And uh, Karch Karai, the head coach of the USA team, was fortunate to have somebody like Annie with the talent and the experience uh, you know, to point toward. And then Annie came in, had a great match against Turkey. Uh, the whole team was really bad, uh, their next match against uh, Russia. But then uh, their last match, they had to win it uh, to get the seed that they wanted. And uh, Annie was fabulous, as was her entire team uh, in that last match uh, against Argentina. So uh, here they go, and uh, and they're off now to play uh, the Dominican tonight at midnight. Midnight our time. Yeah. Uh, I hope that will be on NBC so everybody can see it live. Uh, what is um... – let me ask you this, because you recruited her, you bring her in, and uh, what, that's 2011 when she graduates. So, so you have her from 2011 through 2015. Did you, at what point did you say to yourself, yeah, this this woman has what it takes to, to, to make it to that level, to, to represent Team USA? At what point does it click for you? You say, man, she's got everything it takes to make it there. When she walked into our gym, Jared, um, any thoughts of her not playing right away? We considered redshirting her because when we get great talent at Purdue, uh, we want to get four great years out of those people. So we had it. Catherine Rabarczyk was our right side player at that time, and she was a freak athlete herself, uh, all Big Ten player. But we knew when um, Annie walked into the gym and started practicing with us as a freshman that she had incredible tools and, and just great talent and athleticism. And so at that point in time, I knew she was going to be special. Now, you can be really, really special and never make an Olympic team, which is why Annie's the first native of our state to ever make the uh, you know volleyball Olympic team for women. Um, but probably her junior year, she started to develop the, the mental toughness that goes along with having great physical skills. She all of a sudden you know became a, a warrior in the weight room and a, a leader and had the passion that you knew there were some really good things coming uh, for her, whether it be at the collegiate level or the pro level, wherever it might be. Uh, but it, it's hard to predict that someone's going to be an Olympian, although I told her that she could be an Olympian if she would do all the right things. Uh, I think that really her freshman year I told her she had that kind of talent. But uh, probably her junior year we knew that there were some great things coming for her uh, down the road. 
We're talking with Dave Shondell, your Purdue head volleyball coach here on the uh, Hammerhead Hotline. Andy Drews continues to impress for Team USA as they're uh, into the uh, quarterfinals now, out of pool play finally. Uh, it just Look, to have the first Olympian uh, in this sport out of the state of Indiana, I know that the, you know, the volleyball community has made some real big strides here over the last decade, especially locally. I know we got local talent now that's playing in, in the Big Ten and stuff, but, I mean, this really helps jumpstart it. We talk, especially during the Summer Olympics, a lot about how uh, Indiana's producing a lot of swimmers uh, and now divers, too. Uh, for the Olympic team, but uh, now volleyball continues to be that sport on the come up. Uh, so just talk about the stride you think it's made here in the state of Indiana, because obviously you're out there seeing a lot of this uh, young talent. Uh, how how the strides have been made here from uh, maybe like a decade ago up to now? What's what's been changing? Well, I'll be honest, Jared. Volleyball has always been a a great sport in this state. We traditionally have sent more players per capita. Uh, to college uh, volleyball for scholarships than probably 46 or 47 of the other states in the country. It's, it, it, you know, in swimming and track and field, there are so many athletes that get an opportunity to be in the Olympics because there's so many events. Mm-hmm. Uh, in volleyball, 12 players every four years get the opportunity. So it's not, it isn't easy. I mean, you might be one of the best 12 players for two or three years, but if you're not in that fourth year that the Olympics comes along, then you're not going to make that roster. And so it is hard to believe that she's the first because there have been so many great players in this state um, that have come along. Uh, but it, had, it is going to help Purdue volleyball. Um, the, after the Turkey match where Annie came off the bench and was just unbelievable, they interviewed her. They picked her to interview after the match. And if you haven't seen that interview, it's worth the investment of going back and finding it because I couldn't believe how wonderful she sounded. And for, for that, I've had recruits contact me. People that were on have told me that's the difference maker. To know that there are people like that at Purdue is enough to make me believe that that's a program I need to consider because she was that good in that post-game interview. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. Dave Shondell with us right now on the Hammerhead Hotline. Tell me, Coach, uh, how different is it? We know, like, in basketball, I think is a, uh, a real relative uh, thing to, to compare this to. Yeah. The, 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 the pro game uh, as opposed to the international game. Very, very different here in the States than when you go on the international level. So uh, is it a lot different in volleyball to, compared to, like, what you have going on in the Big Ten uh, and then moving it to the international level? Is there a lot of difference in the style of play? Not really. Uh, just the physicality is a little bit different. But if you're if you're used to watching Big Ten volleyball, you're seeing the most powerful athletes uh, in the country. And those players that are the top players on each team in the Big Ten are going to play professionally. But the biggest difference I think that our fans would need to understand is that in high school and even in collegiate volleyball, you get a lot more substitutions. So your bigger, more physical players can come out of the game when they go to the back row. Um, for example, you know, people may be familiar with Danielle Catino. Mm-hmm. Danielle Catino uh, was a first-team All-American, but she didn't play a lot of back row. Okay, She was a front-row player primarily. She went to the back row. She came out of the game. But there's limited subs at this international level in the Olympics. You get six. I think it's, it might be six subs total. And once, once you come in and you go out, you're done. So uh, left-side hitters have to stay in the game all the time. So, for example, uh, 
Barch, Barch um, Hackley is one left side. Jordan Larson is the other left side for USA. And they're about 6'2", and they have to stay in and pass and ball control, which what you see in high school and college in, in America, some, a lot of times those people are coming out of the game when they go to the back row, and they're putting smaller, more, uh, I guess, better ball control people in the game for them. So that's one thing that's different. And, and we, America doesn't really prepare our Olympic team well because of that. A lot of times these big players like an Andy Drews or a Danielle Catino see limited back row time in college, and now all of a sudden they've got to go to the Olympic team or the international level, professional level, and they got to learn how to do those things uh, in, a, in a short amount of time. I think it's great for our game in America because the game's better because you've got better ball control, rallies are longer, but it doesn't prepare us as well when these, when these athletes move on to professional or opportunity to play in the Olympics. Do you enjoy watching beach volleyball? I, I know it's different. You know, it's a it's a two-person time sport, and I'm sure that some skills, you know, cross over, but it's a, a whole lot different jumping off of sand than it is jumping off of, uh, you know, a court. Is that something that you enjoy? And really, how hard would it be to transition from, you know, having one of your athletes uh, at Purdue try to transition and play the beach game? You prepared well for this interview. I can, I can just <laughs> tell by the questions that you're asking. Um, I love watching everything on the Olympics, first of all. I mean, you can't get me away from the TV, especially when you get down to crunch time and they, these guys are playing for opportunities to get a medal and what that means to all the years of training and the dreams that they have put forth. It's just incredible TV, just absolutely incredible. But what I, I love watching beach volleyball. I had an opportunity out in college to, you know, to play a lot on the sand, and it is, it's a totally different game. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tougher game. You've got to cover so much court. You're jumping in the sand. And the heat that these guys are playing in, these women are playing in right now, just makes it even more difficult uh, to perform. But it's, it's not a, a, a huge change. I mean, if, if you can play, it's like Sam Epinesa right now is on the pro circuit. Sam was a player for us. Actually came in the same class with Annie Drews, graduated with Annie Drews. And she is now playing professionally in, in, in uh, Florida. And she was a really good fit because she was an outside hitter about six foot, six foot one, that, that passed and played defense. So she can make that transition very, very quickly. We've not had a lot of players from Purdue that have moved on to do that, uh, but, but Sam's one of those. But you can do it. It's just the money right now is in going to play professionally in Europe and Brazil and, and different places, Russia, uh, Japan, where Andy's playing right now. So I think the, the, the players are going to follow the money right now, and there's more money in the indoor game than there is in the outdoor game. All right, so you love the Olympics so much here. I, I, I don't want to call it an obscure sport, but, you know, we know volleyball, you know, swimming, track and field, those, those are the big things. Give me one of those kind of uh, offbeat sports like, you know, fencing or dressage. What's your favorite there? What's your little uh, obscure favorite sport to watch during the Olympics in the summertime? But uh, two of them that I would, you would call obscure that you're not going to see on your average campus uh, would be uh, team handball. I think that's a great game that uh-huh. you know, great athletes are going to play. And water polo yes. because of the brutes and the physicality. Uh, you know, you don't know what's going on underneath that water all the time. So um, I just I, I like those games because you have great athletes competing. And uh, this is a great time for some of these athletes that don't get the attention. Uh, you know as well as I do, being in the media, that the attention always goes to, to still to football, basketball, baseball mm-hmm. uh, across this country. And here is an opportunity where these other sports get the attention. 
you know, that, that they deserve because they've put in every bit as much time and, quite frankly, are every bit as athletic um, as, as those other sports athletes are. So I think it's great, uh, a great time for these other sports to earn some fans that may, uh, may turn, you know, uh, the average fan into a volleyball fan or a team handball fan or whatever it might be. So it's a great time. I know it's a lot of fun uh, rooting on Annie Drews. Of course, she is a Christmas baby like myself, so you know there's something special about her right off the bat here. And, uh, yeah. again, playing yeah. tonight uh, at midnight. Again, Coach Dave Shondell. Coach, I know you got, uh, what, uh, about another week or so before the uh, women get in and uh, you guys start firing up. So uh, enjoy that last week off, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, learned a lot in this one, as always. And I know we're going to be talking to you soon. I, I know the uh, with the – the tickets are just selling like hotcakes for Purdue uh, volleyball this season, aren't they? Yeah, I think we're pretty much guaranteed a sellout right now for every single match that Oof. we play at home. Uh, there, there will be single-day uh, matches available, but every possible season ticket has been purchased, whether it's uh, adults, children, or uh, students. But they will have a handful each, each day for uh, game day uh, tickets. But it's a great time to be a Boilermaker fan. we got a great home schedule, 15 home matches, uh, 13 of those against Power 5, you know, high-level competition. And we return every single player from a year ago, and we add four freshmen, uh, two of which are going to compete for starting spots. So it, uh, it, it, it'll be an exciting season, and the Big Ten will be loaded for bear. I can't wait. Coach Dave Shondell, Purdue Volleyball on the Hammerhead Hotline with us, Coach. Said, enjoy that last week. Thank you so much. Boiler up, and we'll talk to you again soon, buddy. Really appreciate you, and I know our volleyball fans appreciate you very much as well.